Nothing. <laughs> oh, we got our pop. I'm ready to start the show because I just seen something. What did you see? Oh, I'm ready to start the show. I'm. Welcome to Nerdy Thursday. The fuck are you talking about? Tell the people who we are, and we'll talk about it. The world was big and cruel, and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad. Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds. And they left the gray old square world behind. Nerdy Thursday, you're the man I hope Welcome you everybody my to Nerdy Thursday. We two hosts, Sean and Mitch, and we're just a couple of guys that like beer, beer games, and nerd culture in general. My name is Sean. Way to throw me under the bus. And with me, as always, is Mitch. Hey, buddy. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing. Yeah? Yeah. Anything new? Got a voicemail. Cool. Is that what you want? You just want to jump in right now? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I got things. I got places to be. YOLO. Let's do it. Here we go. I just Phone call. From? Hey, Nerdy Thursday. It's Stephen Michael from Facebook, your number one undisputed fan. Still a fan. And I am here with my buddy Gus. Not the real Gus, but little Gus. Anyways, so we're uh, getting excited that you guys are going over the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Little Tim Allen, Tim the Toolman Taylor. He's uh, one of my favorite, I'd say, he a 90s actor? Would you consider him a 90s actor? Probably. Anyways, uh, I know he's got a Coke habit, or at least had one. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit of useless trivia for you. At any rate, I hope you guys have an awesome Christmas. You know what I really enjoy? What? Did we ever say that we were going to do the Santa Claus? He's excited for what we're doing next year. Yeah? Yeah. With the Santa Claus, because we said we were going to do all three. Oh, yeah. Next year, and then a surprise. Well, we still have one uh, one movie that we haven't revealed yet, right? Yeah. Because we, we, I don't know, we can figure something out. But I love that movie. Oh, yeah. They're all good. Uh, <laughs> no? Why are you shaking your head? No. Cause. That's awful. Are you talking about the Santa Claus movies or the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies? <laughs> or I mean the Tim Allen Christmas movies. Excuse me. Oh. No, the Santa Clauses are good. What I was going to say, actually probably half-right through the show, is I don't think that Tim Allen's done like a really bad... Christmas movie period. Actually, he's done like four or five Christmas movies, and they've all been pretty good. Have you seen Christmas with the Cranks? I have. Okay, I gotta ask you something. First of all, what are you drinking? Oh, PBR. Fuck yeah. That is my cheap beer of choice. It's the only thing that I had in my fridge. So, cheers. Ah, delish. Um, do you have any guilty pleasures? Of course I do. You want to name a couple? No. <laughs> then everybody would know. <laughs> Why, do you have some? Yeah. Are you going to say them? Sure. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Guilty pleasure. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. This one's going to be a real head turner. When I finish my popcorn. Oh, God. You suck the kernels. No. You even, eat the kernels. Well, I eat the kernels, but that's not even the bad part. You lick the bag. Dude, I don't even lick the bag. I rip it into tiny pieces, and I suck on every piece. Yeah. <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. Some sitting gross like that. You want to know another guilty pleasure? Sure. Christmas with the cranks. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought about that segue all day. You know what? And though? then you had to ruin it by just immediately going into it. Well, guess what? What? I also have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. 
what is something <laughs> everybody would assume you like uh-huh. that you absolutely hate? Um, cuddling. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dude, your pure speechlessness <laughs> was so worth that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, probably fish. Uh-huh. I don't like fish. Okay. But I feel like because I try everything, people would just assume that I like like all foods. Okay. I'm kind of like a foodie, but I just don't like fish. Okay. Cool. Was this going anywhere? No, just a random question I thought of the other day. I can't remember what my answer was. I should have wrote it down. Do I don't, you I don't know myself. I don't know myself well <laughs> enough to know something I hate that I think everybody else would think I like. Um, I also, man, I don't really like action movies. Okay, that's another thing that I would assume that people just assume dudes like. Okay, but I don't like them. Cool. I mean, I I watch some like Predator is fun, but there are some that just. I don't know. Do you ever watch Collateral Damage? No. I think okay, so that's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that was like a he was like a firefighter or some bullshit, and that movie was so dumb. It like ruined action movies for me. Awesome. I used to be into like Jackie Chan movies and shit like that. No, I don't even give a fuck. Gotcha. We do have a visitor in our chat. Uh, his name is Micah Purdue, um, and he goes. It's not like you'd watch a movie anyways, and I feel like that was directed at me. It was, because you don't watch movies. In Sickburn. I watched this one several several times. So did I. I can see you making noise. Oh, I'm moving my mic around. (laughs) So the people watching can see my beautiful face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Take it for a second. Okay. (coughs) Well, if anybody wants to call in, it's 413-418. 0076, they can tell us what they think people would assume they like that they don't. That's a good question. I would I definitely want to hear from you guys, so definitely give us a call. Cool. Uh, you'll be featured right in the front of the show. So, you want to get... I know you got places to be, people to see, drinks to drink, yeah, money to win uh, tomorrow. Yeah. But, I mean, once you get through tonight, you get to tomorrow, so I mean, it all kind of works out. True that. Um... Uh, what is what's hmm. growing up? It, are you a big fan of Christmas? Mm-hmm. Like, do you just like the time and the holiday and the day and shit? Like and the that? lights, yeah. Um, what to you is like the perfect Christmas experience? A white one. <laughs> really? That's that's just what you're gonna drop? Yeah. <laughs> Christmas has to be white. Yeah, white Christmas. Yeah. Anything else? Is there any other little bits and pieces that kind of make it Christmas for you? No. Okay. Just needs to be white. Yeah. What about for you, sir? (laughs) Dude, you are the simplest fuck in the world. I know. (laughs) My God. Like, it does not take much to, like, please you, does it? Nope. Nope. Just the simple shit. Give me the stuff I like and I'm good to go. Oh man! Well, you know me. I mean, I like the music. I like the tree. I like I like having a white Christmas, which has been a rarity around here lately, which is so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that family being with friends. You don't even make the Christmas tree special. You have it up all year. I make Santa special. Yeah, by decorating them with different hats. Yeah, 
And once it's Christmas time, he's not going to be wearing the sombrero anymore or the Stone Cold Steve Austin mask. That's fair. So, uh, I actually got to get some lights and stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Micah does chime in and say he has done a total of five Christmas far, uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for uh, fact-checking for us while we're recording. Uh, the one thing that I missed growing up that movies like this... Um, and I'm sure other movies have made me feel this way as well. It's like that sense of community. So like watching this movie, <coughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry. Watching this movie and seeing like that sense of community and the community coming together for a cause always like, that's always something that I wanted uh-huh. in life. And, uh, especially we'll I mean, move that's... out of the ghetto. Okay. Point to an area. Okay, you don't live in the ghetto. Does this shit happen where you are? Yeah. Bullshit. You got that lady across the street that comes and joins you for a fire. But does she uh, stake out your house and chant for Frosty to come out? She probably would. She probably would. That's ridiculousness. That's movie exaggeration. I don't know. No neighborhood is like that. That's a bunch of kids having fun. I can imagine being a kid. I mean, you didn't... You grew up kind of in Dalton. Was that... And kids were allowed to run out and, you know, be kids and shit. You didn't have anything like that? Yeah, because it's not realistic. I no. Well, maybe I've got this unrealistic idea of what uh, neighborhoods are. Yeah, stop I watching never... movies. <laughs> you went from living in the middle of nowhere to the ghetto. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm a little bit under the weather. Um, you need to move to a neighborhood. I don't know about that. That's way more expensive. Uh-huh. Okay. You want to get into the plot of this movie? Yeah, go ahead. Actually, you have the smoke bomb that you're about to drop on me. Yeah. You've been teasing for days. For, like, literally since we finished recording last week. hmm And we knew that we were doing Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. This week, you said that you had this bomb that you're going to drop on me. Yeah, after I watched it. Okay. So it's towards the end. Oh, okay. You're going to wait till the end. Yeah. I'll wait till the appropriate time. Did you, out of curiosity, because I did not anticipate uh, what you did to me with um, with Marv being the hero last week Oh, and Home Alone 2. I mean, I should have seen it coming, but it been such a long time since we did a movie. Do you have a hero in this? A bad guy in this? Did no. you watch the movie? I did watch the movie five or six times. Did you really? Yeah. Why? Because it was on Freeform all that's, week long. That's what I watched it on. Yeah. Are you using that uh, YouTube TV? No, I was using my dead-ass work to watch it <laughs> when nobody was at any of the tables. <laughs> that's that's what I watched. That's on Freeform. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of Christmas movies. <clears throat> a lot of Christmas movies going on right now. Yeah. Okay, so you did watch it. Cool. Um, For the most part. Do you have heroes, bad guys? No. Okay, cool. So this is a movie that starts the day after, uh, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, where um, you've got Luther and Nora, crank parents, sending their daughter, Blair, which I thought it was Claire. Like, up until halfway through this movie was done, I kept hearing Claire over and over again. Did you mm-hmm. have that problem? No. You only heard Blair? Yeah. Okay, so they send their daughter Blair off to Peru to go into the Peace Corps. Uh-huh. And she kind of, that scene ends with her going, oh, I'll see you guys next Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
Now, with that being said, they live in this huge neighborhood that takes Christmas super seriously. I'm talking like buildings decked out in all of these Christmas lights. They've got these giant, like I referenced the Frosty. Free Frosty, free Frosty. That nonsense that happens halfway through the movie. Everybody in the neighborhood has this gigantic, uh, this gigantic frosty snowman that they put on the roof mm-hmm. that lights up. Um, everybody, every time you see anybody, they're wearing a bunch of uh, Christmas-covered flannel. Uh, they're like this neighborhood goes all out. Yeah, it may be a movie fantasy, but I want to live here. They have places like it. You can find them. There's one in North Carolina. Really? Yeah, they end up shutting down one of the main highways because so many people are trying to get off the exit. Shut the fuck... Just to see the houses and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's like over by... Um, I think we went out riding one time and we went over by Price Right. You remember all, that whole strip of houses? Oh, yeah. That was just glowing. Man, that's so fucking cool. I wish I had the motivation to do that, but I do not. And so why do you think you'd fit in the neighborhood? Well, I would if I lived in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. You gotta blend in. You can't be that one asshole. As we see in this movie, you yeah, can't... tell me more about being the one asshole with no lights or decorations. <laughs> you can't be that guy. So Luther is sitting there one day. I don't know if you have a smoking hot bod like Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Obviously, you can. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> so about halfway through this movie, if you guys haven't seen this movie, fucking go watch it. I'm just gonna jump around anyways. Yeah, you know we, we just do. assume that everybody watches the movies. Yeah. Even though I've literally seen, like, nothing, I just assume you guys see everything. Exactly. So, you you go to the scene where she's in this bikini about to get a tan, and I was watching that for the first time on Sunday morning, and I'm like, damn, Jamie Hillary Curtis <laughs> is not looking bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, the worst part to that is, so, like... I did some math in my head. I'm like, oh, shit. She's, like, in her 50s and like during this movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, literally, later that day, I saw, like, some ad for... It was probably for Halloween. But it was... I mean, it wasn't in her Lori uh, garb or whatever. It was just her, like, you know, dressed like an average person with her short, like, salt and pepper hair. I looked, I was like, yeah. holy goddamn, does she look good. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what happened, but I, I realized on Sunday that I got a mini crush on uh, on Jamie Lee Curtis. Nice. So that's the thing that happened. I'm glad that happened for you. <laughs> so, uh, puberty. What's, <laughs> I'm trying. Stop coughing on me. <laughs> I can't help it. And so, uh, so Luther works at a law firm is what's presumed. I don't think they ever explicitly say that. He does, um, the neighbor across the street does say... Uh, oh, what happened? They haven't made you a partner yet or whatever. So that's how I kind of figured that. But he's doing some math one day and he realizes that they spend like 8000 fucking dollars on Christmas. 6153 Bob. Not a dollar over. Dude, you, God damn, it's a small, it's a stupid <laughs> shit that you remember. I swear <laughs> to God. $6,132. $6,153. Okay. Not going to look it up. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yeah, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> and he he uh, he does the math. He sees a sign for a uh, a Caribbean cruise and realizes that they can save half of that money by just going on a cruise mm-hmm. and just saying fuck it to Christmas, like a couple of old Scrooges. It was six thousand one hundred thirty-two. That's what I just said. I know that's what you said. Damn, <laughs> that was close. <laughs> 
I, I knew as soon as he said that, it, like, clicked in my head. Um, so he realizes that they can save, like, half of that money. Just go on a cruise for, like, 2000 bucks, 2500 <coughs> So he... He presents it to her, and she's she at first is not on board because she wants to still give charitable contribution. He's like, nah, dog, nah. Full boycott. Yeah, no Christmas. We're talking no cards, no police calendars. Cards are obnoxious. I kind of like cards. I'm getting a card from Ryan. Are you getting a card from Ryan? He asked for my address. Did you give him it? Of course. Oh, okay, then you're getting a card from Ryan. <laughs> Love you, Ryan. I don't know. That doesn't mean I am. I, I don't think you listened, so it's okay. I um. Hi, Kyle. Experience grind. Go listen to them. Listen, uh, it doesn't mean I'm getting a card. I think you are. Because maybe you're getting a dick in a box. Nice. I hope so. Caitlin, what would you do if you I'm, just... I'm in the middle of a story? You dick. You can't ask a question. It's not even relevant. But I'll forget. It's about the post office and how they suck. <laughs> okay. Caitlin and I mailed out a check for a deposit. Yeah. For the wedding location. Okay. Lady calls. Hey, got your contract. You did not put the check in there. We put the check in there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yesterday, I opened up the, the mail, and the check was re-delivered to us by the post office. I said, whoops, we fucked up. This fell out. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, real funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, what would you do one day if you opened up the door and there was a small box there? I'm talking like, I don't know, about yay big. Yeah. For you audio listeners, you can't tell what I'm doing, but I'm holding my... It's bigger than a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I can only go by my size, man. Depends on which dick. (laughs) So you open up that box and it's just a severed cock in there. Ding dong. You said dick Whoops. like seven times right there. Ding dong, 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 ding dong. Ding dong. All right, well, I'm caught up. Okay, so you open that bad boy up, and there's just a severed ding dong in there. What uh-huh. do you do? I laugh hysterically <laughs> and think about the Family Guy skit. What's the about Family Van Guy Gogh. skit? Oh, where his ear gets chipped or something? Yeah, where Van Gogh's ears chopped off, and he gives it to her as a gift. Oh. And then he's like, and she's like, oh. This will be a funny story for our kids. And he's like, I wish you had told me that before I got you this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like that. So they decided to skip Christmas. And all of those things that I mentioned, calendar, the cards, all of that shit. There's, I mean, there's always a scene throughout the movie where they're somehow, they're turning it away or they have to turn them down. Yeah. Say no to the Boy Scouts trying to sell them a tree. Yeah, but there's also but the typical marriage fight. What's up? I said there's also the typical marriage fight <coughs> where he says, you're going to let $600 stand in between us and this great <coughs> vacation. And she says, no, you are. I mean, she does have a point. Yeah, she's a bitch. <laughs> Don't you say that about Nora. Nora is a sweetheart. Great cans, though. A fucking amazing... Real. You think those are real? <laughs> I think they're real. I think they're real. Like, from what I saw... Yeah. Those babies look real. Yeah. They're not fake perky. No. They're, like, just good. <laughs> uh, if you want to see this movie, watch it for the tits. <laughs> That's pretty much it. There is a great scene where you see the tits. Oh, man. Not all of them, though. Like we said, there's a bikini. Yeah, there's a bikini. But, I mean... Okay, I'm getting distracted by the boobs. I know. 
<laughs> so, so throughout this movie, it's kind of telling the story of them turning everybody down, everybody in the neighborhood kind of freaking out. I love how what like wherever they shop is only like, Christmas related. One, it's only Christmas related, and two, the only people that work at these locations are people that live in their neighborhood. Because, like, everybody in their neighborhoods just kind of having a little freak out about it. And I don't think people just, like, living around town are going to freak out. They would if it was... Unless it's, it's because It's $6,000 worth of business to different stores, dude. Like, that's probably one of the best Christmas card orders that guy gets. Obi? Yeah. Yeah, so he makes his nut because of those Christmas cards and the party invitations. It's a, oh yeah, that's, that's why true. it's a big deal for him. The party, especially, especially if it's people who aren't just going, because they throw this gigantic annual uh, Christmas Eve party. Oh yeah, and her friends are bitches. Which oh, one? A couple of cunts. Oh, the ones around that table. Well, what are we? Dinner? What are we oh, supposed yeah. to do for hot Christmas Eve? Fucking spend it with your family, <laughs> retard. Figure something out, bitch. Oh my you got god, weeks. absolutely ridiculous. Then again, I don't know what I would do on Christmas Eve if Kenny didn't have his party. I'm pretty. I'm looking forward to it. You coming? <laughs> I don't go. You don't go. No, it was a joke. It's just an example. But Lisa will be there. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so actually, that might be a reason why everyone's upset because they won't have it and they have nothing to do. Because Lisa goes. <laughs> no. I'm back to That's too funny. That's my hat. Stop messing with your gross hair. Oh, I can't. Um, <laughs> so between that, they won't put out Frosty, which launches like this whole another side story with all of the kids in the neighborhood uh-huh. starting the free Frosty campaign. And one of uh, one of the kids' fathers is uh, Vic Fromeyer, who's kind of like I don't know. Would you say he's like kind of the guy that kind of runs the neighborhood? He's the guy that pretty much everyone goes to, probably to settle disputes in the neighborhood or yeah, some asshole. If they have to pay HOA, he's the uh, he's the guy who collects it. Yeah, he's yeah. the treasurer or whatever in the neighborhood. Or like if somebody's not mowing their lawn, yeah, like low enough or something, something crazy like that. A decent enough guy. Like I never really ever think he's in the wrong in this movie. Outside of that really creepy scene where like. Nora's trying to drive away, and he's just, like, latching onto the window, running down the street, like, Nora? Yeah. Nora? Just stop the car, Nora. I gotta talk to you, Nora. Well, what do you expect? He's a retired Ghostbuster who <laughs> <laughs> now is just collecting the money from Ghostbusting from all the different Ghostbusters groups around the country. Well, they definitely sold the rights to what they did, and he's just collecting royalty checks. Exactly. So. I mean, I think that he's got a great life there. Uh, so there's that. And he, so he's he's trying to get... I mean, he doesn't even really push for them to set up lights or anything. He just wants Frosty on the roof. Like, he'll even set it up for them. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this is where Luther is just dumbass. Okay, just, tell just me fu- more. Just fucking give them Frosty. You don't have to do jack shit. Nah, it's a boycott of Christmas. Yeah, but you also got to live in that neighborhood. So, which clearly is basically this neighborhood's basically a cult. Now yeah. that I think about it, well, tell me more. Now you're thinking. Yeah. So, okay. So Vic is clearly a cult leader. Okay. I mean, of this neighborhood, he's got everybody 
He's got everyone basically wrapped around his finger. And yeah. he's not... He's none too pleased that Luther is looking to go out and make plans other than what he plans everybody to do. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all. And so you don't want to upset where you got to live when you're living in a cult. Anyways. Yeah, it's like the... Uh, <coughs> no. I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Nothing. It wasn't important or funny. Was it church? No. Oh, church is kind of a cult. Well, that's for sure. Actually... Who would you say oh boy. is your favorite fictional character? Jesus. Good talk. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and so about halfway through this movie, they realized, and it actually surprised me how fast that this came up. Because to my recollection, Welcome before I watched up. it again on Sunday, uh, I thought that them planning this whole trip took up most of the movie. And... Them getting the phone call from Blair saying that she's coming home and that she's engaged after one month of being out of the country, by the way. Um, it, she's coming home for Christmas. I thought that that took up most of the movie. Like Between those back, two? Uh, no. Like, them setting everything up to just skip Christmas. That whole storyline. Yeah. Whereas, realistically... Blair calls and says that she's coming home for Christmas like 40 minutes into this movie. Yeah. it Like, honest to God, it, it surprised me how quick that comes up because then the whole rest of that movie is them trying to fix all of the wrongs that they did to to the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Um, whether it be Luther spraying water all over a sidewalk to stop carolers from coming up. <laughs> Classic. And spraying the cat. Of uh, yep, the neighbor the, across the street, uh, Walton Bev's cat yep. from across the street that he kept ste- keeps stepping on. Um, that stuff to not getting a tree. <coughs> like they spend the rest of the movie trying to do that and trying to put together this epic uh, New Year's Eve party. Well, it's Christmas Eve. Uh, that's what I meant to say, Christmas Eve, so that Blair never knows that they were going to skip Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much like the second half of the movie. Yeah. Mitch, on a scale of one... I'm just kidding. No, we can jump right into that. <laughs> uh, okay, what's this bomb you're going to drop on me? Well, let's just get into the scales. I'm holding back my feelings right now because I want to talk about the scale. Okay, so, so we got way more to discuss once yeah. we hit the scale. Okay, cool. So anyways, they get the party all set. Somehow they make it happen. They Luther borrows a tree from the neighbor across the street who's going to his parents or his parent-in-laws, whatever. Decorate it. Everything goes well. Uh, they stop a robber, which is literally there is literally no point to that robber being in the movie. Do you realize that? Mm-hmm. Like that was just wasted time. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Mitch, Sean, on a scale of one to a bowl, huh? What am I gonna do for this one? Usually we talk way more. Dude, we're only 27 minutes into this. I know. Do we have 20 minutes more worth more of talking? Uh-huh. Okay, beautiful. <coughs> On a scale of one to a bowl of Botox, Botox injection liquid. Mm-hmm. How much Botox injection liquid would you give this movie? Sean. Mitch. On a scale of one to a bowl. Yeah. Botox injection liquid. Yeah. 
I would give this movie an 8 out of 27. Jesus Christ, you don't like this movie, huh? No, it's bad. You're wrong, but... Sean. Mitch. On a scale of one to a ball. Of? Priest. Sneaking a glance at your tatas. <laughs> if you're Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. How many sneaky looks from a priest at your tatas if you're Jamie Lee Curtis would you give this movie? Would would you um do you still have your calculator popped up? No, but I can. Yeah. You wanna pop that bad boy up? Boop boop. Yeah. What yeah. is? Okay. I'm gonna do two divided by twenty seven, because that's what a bowl is. I'll do it. Mitch, Sean. on a scale of one to a bowl of priests stealing a look at your tatas because you're Jamie Lee Curtis, I would give this movie 18 priests staring a glance at your tatas because they're Jamie Lee Curtis. What's that equal? 66. 67. Oh, okay. <coughs> How are you saying this is a good movie? It's a, it's a guilty pleasure. It's guilty, a D plus. Guilty pleasures don't have to be good. I could never see this movie again and be happy. Why? Why? Yep. Because, like I said, I watched it six times. I don't remember the middle of it. Why not? Because I never watched it because it never held my interest. Why not? I walked away to go clean. Why? It just wasn't good. I watched it in entirety two and a half times. I... In one day. Still have yet to see the scene with Nora in the grocery store or the liquor store. Really? In its entirety. All year. Okay. Because it's just not good. Okay, what are... What oh, are... Well now I'm coming home. Oh, we gotta save the day. Okay, now what are parts... Uh, like, what about it would you change to make it better? Uh, They should have went on their cruise. Okay. Missed Blair. Or called her at the airport, not knowing she was coming home. <coughs> that would have been pretty good. But and, I would, and then I would... they... Could have spent Christmas at the airport together. Like, uh, what the hell? I'll cut that. This movie got two things right. What's that? Jimmy Lee's Curtis tits. Yep. In the end. Was that both of them? Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, three Ayo! things. That's two of them. <laughs> and the other is when Luther gives the cruise to Walton Bev across the street so they can have one nice holiday before she dies okay we're one more nice holiday before she dies yeah so that's like another part of this movie that really like another reason why i liked it because i love like a good feel like i don't like romance movies or shit like that but i like Mm -hmm. a nice good little feel-good story in there we talked briefly about um i mean i just mentioned briefly about bevan walt's cat that Mm -hmm. he keeps stepping on but bevan walt actually walt's like considerably older than bev which is weird like the whole, I don't think so. I think she just aged better. I guess so, because Tim Allen or uh, Luther does say, "Well, you're like ten years older than me," and like you look at them two side by side, they look at least forty years apart. Mm-hmm. Like Walt looks old as fuck and just calls Luther old man all the time, and but like Bev is the sweetest lady, and would just like do anything for everybody, and I really like that resolution at the end of the movie. I agree with you a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I do not like how realistic um, the coming together of the party at the end is. 
It is completely irrational that they literally get the call on New Year's Day or New Year. Why do I keep saying it's Christmas? Why do I keep saying New Year's? But they get the call from her on New Year's Eve day. It's Christmas. Why do I keep saying that? Because you're retarded. Hard R. It's for Trash Bear. What's up? I hope you're pooping. Um, they get a call from her. Let's try this a third time. On, I almost said New Year's again. <laughs> I saw the end coming out of your mouth. I saw it. <laughs> on Christmas Eve day. Got it. Yes. Finally. Saying that she's going to be home later that night with yep. Enrique. And, um... Did you see that part of the movie? Yeah. With the Enrique sign? Yeah. With the dumb cops? I love Cheech. <laughs> so funny. Um, and somehow, within the span of... So they got in like 8 o'clock. It had to they were in our, They were in Miami. It was, like tw- it was like 12 hours. Okay. But that's 12 hours for them Maybe. to... This house is about the same size. I'd say it's about the same size as Kenny's in Hinsdale. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's about twenty five hundred square feet. I'd say different layout, but all of it's used in like a nice fashion. It's completely doable. Yeah, but I mean, did you see how uh, how well they got all of the lights done? I don't know. I I don't find that super realistic. Have you seen the entire neighborhood? They have plenty of practice. Yeah, but everybody took like an entire day to themselves to do their own house, as we saw in well, the. Well, when you're doing it movie, alone, it takes a long time. Yeah, do you see? Do you watch Always Sunny? No. Have you watched Always Sunny? A couple episodes. You know, Smash him up. You know Crickety Rick? No. Crickety Crick or whatever the hell his name is. I don't know. He's in this movie and he plays that dude. That's um. You remember in the beginning of the movie when they're when uh, Luther and Vic are talking outside? <laughs> Excuse me. And he looks over and he sees a couple people setting up lights around the house and one person gets zapped and shot into the snow. Yes. And the dude just starts laughing. Yeah. That guy was clearly high out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. But, that, but that's the guy that plays. It makes sense. One of the cops is Crick. Cheech. <laughs> Probably sharing all the stuff. Um, yeah. I'm actually... Is there anybody else famous in this movie, Sean? Uh, yeah. Besides Tim Allen and Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis. Who's got a cameo? That you were so excited about. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. Guess who it's not? Martin Short. Yeah. It is Santa Claus. Uh, No, it's not. Okay, his name's Marty. I mean, do you see him up here? Yeah. That doesn't say Martin. Wait, where is it? You're on it. Right there. Up. Down. Who the hell is Austin Pendle- Pendleton? The guy who plays the guy. Shut the fuck. Tell me that doesn't look like Martin Short. It doesn't. It looks like Austin Pendleton. <laughs> nah, that looks like... Man. But only because you said that, you put it in my head, and that's why I agreed with you before. But you watched that scene, and he even sounds like him. Man. <laughs> oh, see, man. This is life... To... See, this is why... <laughs> this is life-changing. This is why we can't talk about anything. You didn't even do your research. You shouldn't be this upset about it. No, because I just kind of figured the entire time that that was Martin Short. Good God. <laughs> You're ridiculous. A little bit. It's upsetting. <laughs> it's in a lot of movies. Yeah. And he plays Gus in that one. Raising Flag with oh. two Gs. All right, we're going to have to watch that. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and an Oz. All right, that's fun. 
But yeah, just wanted to make sure you saw that. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah. Hmm. Why, do you want to talk about this guy? We can. Do you want him? Yeah, I do. Okay, talk about him. No, you go ahead. Is this the bomb that you're about to drop? Oh, look, <laughs> I didn't see this one coming. You didn't? That's, that's, okay, so you dropping a bomb, I knew it had to be with this guy, yeah. but I have no idea what it has anything to do with. Yeah, he's basically Santa Claus. But actually, he's not. Actually, he's not basically Santa Claus. He's Santa Claus. Nope. Okay, state your state your case. No, no, or, state your case that why he is. I, I don't need to. They literally show it at the end of the movie. Just because he's dressed as Santa Claus doesn't mean anything. Did you watch literally the last scene of the movie where his Volkswagen Beetle's being pulled by reindeer? Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Santa doesn't drive a Volkswagen. Yeah, he could. He doesn't. He drives a sleigh. Well, maybe that's just all manufactured. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's commercialism. Okay, well, guess what? You know what isn't commercialism? What? The fact that if you listen back and you watch a different movie that we've seen, that a certain kid knows how it all works. Go on. That people don't actually see Santa, they only see Santa's helpers. What movie are you referring to? Home Alone. What was the quote? Do you, the, the guy with the candy cane, uh-huh. he's about to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin McAllister says, yeah. I know how this all works. Yeah. You work for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like this guy does. <coughs> yeah, but... Th- Do you want to know how I know? Okay, go on. Because he was also dressed as Santa Claus, Sean. Mm-hmm. And guess what kind of car he got in? Volkswagen. If you work for Santa, you dress like him and drive a Volkswagen. This okay. guy is not Santa. Okay, and here's where I think it's a little bit different. Because this guy, I guarantee you that helper probably because yeah unlike a lot of movies that we talk about i actually remember home alone and that guy's a goddamn bum who all he wants to do is probably go home and snort snort cocaine off off of some hooker's ass no he was trying to fuck that elf (laughs) yeah snoke some cocaine off of a whore's ass okay is that what i said probably basically or prostitute i don't know this guy is a very genuine guy. Okay, uh, Santa's helper, I don't think, knows literally everybody. You know who does? Santa. You know who has a list and knows about people's pasts and what they've done and what they're going to do? Probably Santa. You know what Marty is? He's that guy that knows everybody. Nobody really knows him because he's always just in the background just doing stuff to try to make people's lives better. He's the dude that keeps giving. And he never wants to take credit for being Santa. But he is. He's not. He is. Plus, you talked earlier about how everybody in this neighborhood knows each other. So yeah, he but knows... No, yeah, but nobody knows him. They all know each other because they know each other. There's always that one creep that nobody knows. <coughs> yeah, but usually that creep doesn't know all of these weird facts about people. Such as? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can't state your case. Yes, I can. Just I win. Watch the, watch the whole movie. I win. You're ridiculous. If you guys want to weigh in whether or not Austin Pendleton, who plays Umbrella Santa slash Marty, according to IMDb, is actually Santa Claus, please give us a call at... 413-418-0076. If you want to be like Stephen Michael, number one undisputed fan... And you want to leave us a voicemail just saying what's up and 
how much you like Santa Claus, you can go ahead and give us a call at 413-418-7706. If you want to be awesome and just tell us how much you love us and how much you're glad that we're back, you can give us a call. 413-418-0076. Apologies for the abbreviated episode. I'm under the weather. He's got stuff that he's got to go and do. But we wanted to get something out to you guys uh, so that you know that we're here for you. Who said we're done? We're always... Oh, you got more? No, I'm done. <laughs> I was about to say, I was a little excited because we're running a little short, but... I mean, it'll be a good, I don't know, 47-ish minute episode. We're running short because the movie's not any good. It is pretty good. Next week it's going to be pretty long, and the week after that it's going to be even longer. What's the week after that? They'll find out. And so will you. No. Yeah, because I don't know right now. But next week's uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. Fucking unbelievable. But is it, though? No. (laughs) Yeah. Unpredictably predictable. If you will. Guys, as always, I want to give a quick shout out to Calabunga Breakfast. Got Bandcamp.com, also known as GlitchCast7. No, it's really cool. What? He just put out a, uh, a ROM hack of Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically taking the retro like Mario community by storm right now. So cool. good for him. If you want to check him out, go support him in those ways. He rocks. Brian, thank you so much for the website. Thank you so much for all the logos that you've done. And you can go listen to him over at the, ca- the Caped podcasters they just put out superman last week i believe correct do you see that i Super, did superman the movie <coughs> it was awesome superman is awesome superman is awesome that is a super deep cut <laughs> that's like episode two that we did i fucking hate superman you do know so I, I will probably skip that episode but you should listen to it and go support them mitch Sean. Anything else? Yeah. Thanks for a big increase in donation. To everybody. On Patreon. There's a couple people. Do you remember off the top of your head who it was? Zeus Laser. Yep, Zeus. Thank you for the increase. Stephen Michael. Thank you for the increase. Those are the ones I saw. Those are the only ones I saw as well. Perfect. Uh, Again, uh, we're just mentioning it. We're not going to super plug it. We're just super thankful for everybody that is sticking with us and having fun on this journey with us. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you guys. Uh, I like how you're pursing. It looks like you're about to make out with your pop filter. That is disgusting. <laughs> that was so gross. Oh, man. You ready to cut it? Yeah. Cool. Until next week, guys. Merry. The fuck? Oh. Keep it nerdy. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it nerdy! In 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. And everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray. And they were sad almost all the time. Yeah, they were. And back in 1952, there were six days in the week. Could never know which day was the one for you, but I do. In 1965, somebody became alive 
Listen to me lick the microphone. <laughs> do it. No, I'm not going to do it, you sicko. Hold on. You're sick. Don't do it. Oh, uh... you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> that feels weird. Oh, man. Oh, that was great. 